Hello, how are you? We are the Faithless Sisters. We are in Genesis this week still. Um, we're going to again uh, tackle two full chapters this week. We did six and seven last week. This week we're going to do eight and nine. And um, we have, re- there's been a lot that's happened in Genesis to this point right? Like a lot that's happened in the world at this point. So if you're new to the study, if you're new to the Bible, Genesis is at the very beginning. So find your table of contents and then flip to the next page because that's where we are. (laughs) That's Genesis. And we're going to be in Genesis 8 and 9 this week. Um, And there's a lot of scripture that goes along with it. So if you're following along, go ahead and open up. Um, But that's where we are today. And I'm going to read Genesis 8, 1 through 14. But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and the livestock that were with him in the ark. And he sent a wind over the earth and the waters receded. Now the springs of the deep and the floodgates of the heavens had been closed and the rain had stopped falling from the sky. The water receded steadily from the earth and the end of the 150 day the water had gone down and on the 17th day of the seventh month the ark came to rest on the mountains of Ararat the waters continued to recede until the 10th month and on the first day of the 10th month the tops of the mountains became visible after 40 days Noah opened a window he had made in the ark and sent out a raven and it kept flying back and forth until the water had dried up from the earth Then he sent out a dove to see if the water had receded from the surface of the ground. But the dove could find nowhere to perch because there was water over all the surface of the earth. So it returned to Noah in the ark. He reached out his hand and took the dove and brought it back into the ark. He waited seven more days and again sent out the dove from the ark. When the dove returned to him in the evening, there in its beak was a freshly plucked olive leaf. Then Noah knew that the water had receded from the earth. He waited seven more days and sent the dove out again, but this time it did not return to him. By the first day of the first month of Noah's 601st year, the water had dried up from the earth. Noah then removed the covering from the ark and saw that the surface of the ground was dry. By the 27th day of the second month, the earth was completely dry. Woo! Wow. Talk about lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wow. I thought about that. They were locked down about the same amount of time that we were. (laughs) (laughs) Only we could go outside, sit in the sun, go for a walk. Yeah. 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 They didn't have much opportunity to get out. And the level of destruction that was happening outside. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. That must have been horrifying. Mm -hmm. Well, you've got to think that there was some noise. You know, all those eruptions um, and water makes noise, Mm -hmm. you know, so that had to be pretty unsettling. Yeah, because you have the water coming up from underneath and the water coming from up above. 
And I, I just think about that water crashing up onto the ark on the sides of the ark. Mm-hmm. And I don't see it gently bob, bob, bobbing along. No, <laughs> I don't no. either. I no. think they are going down into those swells and yeah. up and crashing around. It's like yeah. a roller coaster for 150 yeah. days. Oh my goodness. Maybe 40 at least. 40. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a couple of years ago, we were on a cruise and, um, our last night when we were on our way home, um, there was a big storm that blew through. Big storm that blew through. And we were, I mean, like, they said, okay, everybody go back to your cabins. People can't be walking around. Um, you can't go outside. There's too much water on the deck. I mean, like, big storm that we're going through. They were literally passing out Dramamine <laughs> to yeah. people. Yeah. And I was like, this is not pleasant at all. Mm-hmm. And I just cannot imagine that for... 40 days on a boat with every kind of animal in the world. I mean, yikes. Mm-hmm. That's misery. Mm-hmm. And no drama, I mean. And, and no, no drama. drama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get seasick. Um, so that would not have been fun for me. I, I imagine the Lord, if they had a tendency to be seasick, he, he would have known it, known it and, you know, kind of made it okay for them somehow (laughs) yeah but it's exhausting too you know my dad was a big deep sea fisherman and the first time we took Dan out on the ocean to fish it was just really rough it wasn't even stormy that day but the swells were like 15 feet and you know you're up and you're boom and you're up and you're dropped Mm -hmm. and you're exhausted because you're trying to keep your balance and you're even just sitting there you have to kind of brace for every time it goes down in the swell um, down in the trough so it's it's physically exhausting not just scary but tiring Mm -hmm. so well we i love that um chapter eight starts with but god because we've talked about before and you know it's it's one of those big things but but god so god Mm -hmm. has not forgotten and it says but god remembered i think that's um like a weird phrasing because of course, God remembered. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I liked it in the, in the FYI box in our homework. It said the term remembered is a Hebraism for to act on their behalf. So it's not just a mental kind of remembering. It's a physical, oh, I need to do something about this now. It's time mm-hmm. for me to act. Right. Um, yeah. So, so but God steps in here. Yeah. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Isn't that what you used to yeah. say? But God, dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I like that. So he sends this big wind and then the waters recede, right? Like we, you know, we talked about the noise of the storm. Think of what the noise of the wind would be that was strong enough to make the waters recede from all the earth. Yeah. 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 Wait, let me get clear. They knew that they were going to be 40 days, right? Did they know how long this was going to last? I think they knew the 40 days, right? I don't think they knew yeah. the 150. Yeah, they did know the 40 right. days, I think. Okay. I think that God told them it would rain for 40 days and night until I've wiped from the earth all the living things I have created. That's Genesis mm-hmm. 7, 4. So, yeah, they knew it was going to be 40 mm-hmm. days of rain. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, did they know it was really going to end up being over a year, all told? It oh, might, may, 
too much information to give them because yeah, I don't know though, but knowing what to expect other than just waiting day after day after day might have been easier. I would think that they would have had to have some inclination, like God would have had to give them some knowledge because they had to pack provisions for the whole time that they were going to be gone. And so if you're just planning for 40 days, I mean, God's not a gotcha God. He's not like, ha ha, gotcha. That's not how he works. (laughs) Good point. You know, don't you wonder if he didn't cue Noah that it, you know, it was okay to open up the top of the boat. Um, because now Noah's taking some action, you know, he's, he's, he's coming out, he's opening the, the window that he's made a window in the boat. He's opening that window. He's sending the birds out. Um, he's doing some things to see where they are. So maybe he, something must be nudging him that time's drawn close, um, that the worst of it's over. Um, God may have nudged them, but they had, you know, landed. So on the top of the mountains, right? So the crashing has stopped. The yeah, the rocking has stopped. So yeah. that's pretty good indication that you're on firm footing. That you're on firm as well. Mm-hmm. But that's he seems point. to know better than to just get out of that boat. Right. <laughs> right. You know, it's kind yeah. of cool how he just waits on God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even with the birds, it sends out the raven, sends out the doves. Mm-hmm. But then when the one dove does not return, he waits until God says, okay, no, and now come off the, yeah. probably the ark. So what do you guys think about him coming, the bird coming back with a fresh um, olive branch? Has God like planted plants and trees again? already out there if everything was destroyed where did that come from sure why not he just destroyed the earth (laughs) he can also remake it (laughs) yeah and he could bring the plants and have them come as fully like he did the first produce yeah i think that's about the only logical explanation yeah that's what i think too because he's very pretty well soaked. And he, yeah. I mean, he very clearly says, I will destroy all living things. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you think about, so what the topographical situation is, it's all changed, right? Because the springs have opened up from the earth. That's changed everything. Then the flood waters and then this giant wind <clears throat> that's making the waters recede, that's going to change everything. Right. What are the odds that one olive tree would be hanging on there <laughs> right. after a year underwater? <laughs> Not likely. Good point. Yeah. You know, there are some great videos out on YouTube about the Mount St. Helens disaster when the volcano blew. Um, and it was total devastation. It looked like an atomic bomb had gone off. The trees were all fell. The ash covered everything. It was just a totally gray landscape. Um, but it didn't take long mm-hmm. for things to come back, for things to be restored. And so now, what, 40 years later, I can't remember how long it's been, but you, you would never know what happened. Yeah. You right. know, there are trees, there's, there, it's, it looks fine. It doesn't look like it looked when that volcano went off. So 
you know, if God, God could certainly have accelerated everything's recovery, or he could have just, like you said, made new trees. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I was really interested in like the ravens versus the doves, not versus, but just different types of birds being sent out. Mm -hmm. Ravens are scavengers. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I was looking them up. It's like, ew, they eat insects, beetles, all kinds of, um, they'll have frogs. They'll eat the young of other birds. They're carrion mm-hmm. birds, okay. meaning like they'll eat dead carcasses, mm-hmm. uh, like vultures. Um, and then the doves, they're seed, mm-hmm. seed eaters. And they, um, what was it? They'll eat 20% of their body weight in a day wow. of new seeds, but they will, isn't this a nice fact if anyone's having breakfast, regurgitate <laughs> their um, their food for someone else to give to someone else. So they're quite sharing Aww. and lovely. Aww. <laughs> yeah, I guess. That's the grossest fact I've heard all day. <laughs> I know. Well, it, yeah. it's been a short day so far. I was going to say, it's pretty early <laughs> for us. Yeah, but listen, I have teenagers in my house. There's a lot of growth that happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of potential there. A skit on Saturday Night Live. This was you know, 100 years ago where the parents chewed the food up and then regurgitated it. Mm. I remember that. <laughs> Do you remember that? It was just awful. Yeah. So, yeah. But, Quite they lovely. were sharing and thinking <laughs> sharing. of others. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, and I just kept thinking, like, as we come out of lockdown, what are we like? Are we, like, trying to scavenge the dead pieces of stuff? Or are we looking to something new, maybe f- trying to find an olive branch, you know? Um, I don't know. Thinking of others. It, that was just interesting. I just was hanging out that way with the, the birds. Yeah. I mean, he could have oh. sent... He could have sent out all doves. Why did he send out a raven? I think a raven would be um, a tougher bird. You yeah. Know? Like sending out to who knows what out there. Yeah. Uh-huh. So let's send out this really tough bird that can withstand a lot of whatever. Great. Why didn't he send out all ravens then? Here's the thing that I keep. Go ahead. I was going to say, because they wouldn't necessarily bring back an olive branch. Maybe they'd bring back, you know, a, a rabbit foot or something. <laughs> but okay. like your cat, bring back a little dead mouse and drop I it know. at your feet. <laughs> Good yeah. luck. Oh. <laughs> I keep going back to the fact that, um, like in my mind, that ravens are unclean and doves are clean. Mm-hmm. So you send out the of uh, the unclean because it's, I mean, the reality of it is in this perspective, it's a less than bird. So if it doesn't come back, it doesn't come back. But that dove is good for sacrifice. Yeah. And so you want to make sure that that's what, that you're, you're protecting those sacrifices. And then also um, that that's going to be more of a clean way to say, and this is just me, but more of a clean way to say, okay, now we're good. Like this good animal is coming back to tell us that we're safe. I just feel like there's a lot of symbolism between the clean and the unclean. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good suppose, pretty good Mm -hmm. supposition, Suzanne. One Um, of the things that I liked about this is um, in 8 verse 12, no, 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 verse 14, that when they got out, the earth was completely dry. 
And it uh, made me think about the crossing, you know, when the Jews crossed through the uh, Red Sea, mm-hmm. they crossed over on dry ground, not mushy, not muddy because it had been underwater, but God made it completely dry for them. And when they crossed over the Jordan River right. later on, it was completely dry. And I just love the way God um <sighs> again, like, is so kind about it. You know, they didn't have to wallow around in the mud and try to make, you know, it was dry. It was, I just love that. Yeah. The the care that he has for his people. Even down to the smallest details. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, There's like this repeating of stories. We saw in Adam and Eve, it was like life, and then it was um, evil set in. And then um, justice, God provided justice, right? And then, but he provided a way of redemption, a way to be saved through that. And so we see that in Adam and Eve, and then they come out of the garden. We see this in Noah. God has provided that way through this. And, And it's interesting, this was through baptism, through water, that this happened. But that same story gets told throughout the Bible, in mm-hmm. so many ways, yeah. in Exodus, coming out of Egypt, um, yeah. through the water of the Jordan, yeah. or the Red Sea, I'm Red sorry, sea. and then crossing mm-hmm. into the Promised Land through the Jordan, and then through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. That we have this, this redemption story is told throughout the Bible in multiple different ways. Yep. You're right, Terry. It's not just, oh, and then it happened. It's like, and then I cared for you, and I brought the winds. And I made sure you walked on dry land and I am with you. I am here fully. And I, I look at, as they come out of lockdown, coming off the boat, I was like, mm, I wonder what I would be like. I would be, well, wait a minute. How would you guys think as you're coming down the ramp or on the deck of the boat coming off, what would your feelings be? Um, for me, I think they'd be mixed Because here's this whole new world that's totally unlike anything. We have to start over. So it's kind of scary. On the other hand, I, you know what, as soon as you said that, I just had a picture of myself with my hands up twirling in this beautiful new fresh air and this beautiful new earth that God provided. Yeah. So we'll talk a little bit even deeper about that tomorrow. Uh-huh. Um, but can I bring us back to, um, it's almost time for us to finish up today, but can I bring us back to, um, verse 13 real quick? Mm-hmm. Y'all, it's Noah's birthday. Noah's birthday yeah. <laughs> when he gets to remove the covering from the ark and see the surface of the ground. Oh, that's really great. I pretty good birthday present. Happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday. But think about what a renewal, like this is the day that we celebrate his birth. This is a new day. This is the day that he is able to see the world. This is the day that, that the world is actually able to be seen, right? Because before this, it was all water. So this is where he's unse- or uncovering. And then he sees um, that the surface of the ground is dry. So this is a whole new start 600 years after, 601 years after. Doesn't that seem like what Jesus, isn't mm-hmm. that what the world was like? You know, as you come to Jesus, it's like, this is all new. This is a whole new world. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, because we're not just rescued out of the old world. We're given a new life. So yeah. Noah and his family were rescued out of that old sinful world. They were given a new life when they stepped out of that ark. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the same as us. Happy birthday, Noah. Happy birthday. Go get yourself some Timbits uh, birthday cake <laughs> <laughs> with sprinkles. <laughs> oh, I bet he was just glad for things to not be sprinkling on him anymore. That would be oh my, my goodness. Oh, Think how yeah. soggy you felt. Ugh. All over. Yes. Yeah. Yuck, yuck. Well, on that delicious note, Angie, would you like to pray for us today? <laughs> I'd be happy to. Thanks. Oh, Father, we are so grateful for um, the great care and love that you extend to all of us. And Father, it's just who you are. We see the care that you showed for Adam and Eve, and we see the care now for Noah and his family. Um, And Lord, we know that you care for us in the same way. Your word says that even the hairs on our head are numbered. That's how much you care about us and how interested you are and involved you are with us. And so, Father, we just want to thank you for that. Thank you for your word, Father, that tells us over and over and over again who you are and how much you love us and that you want us to have a new life in Jesus, um, that you want to rescue us out of darkness and bring us into the glorious light of your son, Jesus. So, Father, thank you for your word for this particular topic of Noah and his family and what's happened in the earth. Um, Lord, let all of the truth of this penetrate our hearts so that we can know you better and trust you more. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. <laughs>